Random Art Tips and Rambles with Rafi. Hola, you amazing artist. It's Rafi. And Clean. And today we are going to talk about writing newsletters, blogs, and creating content as an artist. This is a live pod, and we've got Kyle and Lean, Reagan, Cruz, Shawan is here. So, France, yep. Yep. So excited to get this started. And obviously, you guys know that this is a live pod. So if you have questions or anything, go ahead and throw those at us. Or as, comments. Yeah. Or at, best practices. So we're covering this topic because one of our awesome Rogue patrons had questions for us regarding newsletters and content creating and such. Rafi's been doing a newsletter for years and years and years. Yep. Um, and of course, no one cared about it in the beginning, <laughs> just like all the things. But it picked up over time. Yeah. And that was the thing. Like... Uh, I think one of the comments uh, on it was, I'm not getting any traction that a lot of the big marketing gurus, what they talk about is making sure that you build your list, right? <laughs> so like, this is the thing that, that every single marketing person talks about when it comes to your newsletter or your blog or anything like that, or even, you know, followers on YouTube, like you got to build your list, almost like there's this place that you could go and find people to sign up for content that they're not interested in. Maybe, you know, like it, the, the thing about it, my response was very, very simple. Put your stuff out there. Um, whether or not you're doing a newsletter, you're doing videos, you're writing a blog or you're doing whatever, just put it out there. And it doesn't matter if you have one subscriber or two subscribers, Pretend like you've got a million people following you. That's where the personal touch comes in. And I think a lot of people are just on the, want to be on the quick road to like just getting subscribers quickly or getting people to follow them quickly because they think that the more people they have on their newsletter, the more of a response they're going to get. Yeah, but it's really the same thing as like um, the folks that pay for followers or I think that's kind of a thing of the past, but on like no, social they still, media. They still do. They then, follow for follow and that kind of crap. Right. And then what you end up with is a bunch of people who don't give a rip about what you're posting. Um, and you can really tell when you look at like follower numbers versus post engagement and yeah. those kinds of things. I've never been a fan of any of those dodgy things that try to get your email, like uh, get a coupon. If you give me your email address, that's, that's funneling. Yeah. That's called right. funneling. Uh, Cruz says that it's organic. Yeah, Cruz. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the genuine engagement that you're going to have with people that are interested in your newsletter are people that run across your website uh, maybe get to read a little bit of something that you wrote and then they're interested in it. And it's not about just building a list. Like they, they, I, to be honest with you in writing this marketing book, right? So I'm writing the rogue artist uh, guide to marketing to rogue marketing. And the more research that I do as far as like typical marketing and some of the stuff that these artists classes for artist marketing are putting out there, the more infuriated I get. Like I, I've been having a hard time posting a video without it just being rant after rant after rant because a lot of these tactics are underhanded. One of the most recent parts of a chapter that I wrote uh, for the book had to do with the mentality behind it and realizing that pretty much if you are alive right now and you are uh, reading that book or listening to this podcast, 
you have grown up your entire life being inundated by marketing tactics. Like basically it has shaped the way that we see the world, the way that we see marketing, um, the way that we fall for certain marketing or that we think that something is a good deal because it says that it's a good deal. And so we grew up in this culture where we think that in order to get ahead, you have to trick people into doing something that maybe they don't necessarily want to do instead of it just being like, Hey, I exist. This is my stuff. If you're interested, sign up for it. If you're not interested, then don't sign up for it. It's not about building a list. It's about having genuine interactions with the people that are on your list. You want people that are actually interested in what you have to say and what you're doing to be the ones that subscribe. And you're not going to get that through funneling. I get so much so much email from all these places because I happened to see something and I was like, Oh, this is cool. And I, like, I looked at it and just from going on there and trying to find some information, then all of a sudden I'm getting emails from these people. And what ends up happening is I don't look at them and I just send them to my spam folder. And then, yeah, you unsubscribe. Cause it's not, cause it, you didn't ask for it. And I think that's the thing is there may be some crossover. Some people may decide to sign up for the newsletter or other things because they went to the website to enter the contest, right? but they're not being forced to. And yeah. so it's, I guess it's making it as easy as possible to make people aware about you sharing who you genuinely are and what you're doing and then give them the option. Yeah, you give them the option. Uh, Cruz says, and tricking someone is a one-time thing. And as soon as they discover that they've, they've been, been fooled, fooled it's over. Right. Yeah, exactly. The exactly. last thing I would ever want is for someone to have buyer's remorse for buying one of my pieces or to be annoyed or feel like they're getting spammed. Like, that's uh, no bueno. And, that's, uh, and the reason that I say, like, we all grew up in that culture and we all grew up in that that idea, right, of in order to get ahead, in order to sell your art, you have to resort to these marketing tactics in order for people to see your stuff. And instead of the simplicity of if people are interested, they're going to buy it. Mm -hmm. it. You know, the the best thing I could do is put myself out there so that I give them an opportunity to find me. And I give them an opportunity to decide whether or not they want to follow or they want to subscribe to a newsletter or they want to stay updated on what we're doing. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't have anything to do like there's no there's no trick to it. Like and I think in this culture, we think that there is a trick that, that you have to find a secret sauce in order to really market yourself and get out there in front of people and have the big numbers and have right. the big following. Which is built on the totally false premise that artists are in competition with one another. So you have to get to the most people before everyone else and have the best strategy and so on and so forth. Exactly. Tambo just said, building trust is paramount. Word of mouth travels. Yes, exactly, Tambo. That is brilliant because that's really what it comes down to is your relationship with the people that are following you. And so the reason that we have a newsletter is because there are actually people out there that are interested in knowing what the new things are that we create, listening to my random thoughts about stuff, knowing when we do something, some kind of event or something like that. So that's the reason that we have the newsletter. But we still had the newsletter even when nobody was interested in it. And I put it out there as if we had a whole bunch of people that were interested in it. 
And lo and behold, uh, 10 years later, and it's taken 10 years for us to build a, a newsletter following of 700 people because I'm constantly deleting people out of our newsletter that don't open their newsletters. Or that have inactive emails or yeah. whatever. I've said absolutely agree. You have to be your genuine self 100% of the time. Those who don't get you, don't get you. And those who are even a little interested will often learn more about you and want to grow with you. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. We have people that have been following us uh, since the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And although they're not super active on the stuff that we do, uh, they they still every once in a while, they'll they'll touch base with us and be like, I've been following you since the beginning. I'm so proud of you guys. I love the way that I, I've seen you grow and and it's it's amazing to me because some of these people, when we got started at the flea market and we're like these two, like, you know, dirty artists, weird kids, we, <laughs> dirty, weird kids at the flea market. Um, it was it was awesome for them to see where we're at now. And it just I, I there's something about that. There's something about that relationship being so genuine where somebody is really actually interested in you and not in some thing that you try to sell them. It's more like you have a bunch of pen pals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> than anything else. Cruz said people are mostly good and connecting with buyers or collectors should be a good experience. Yeah, yeah. I agree, Cruz. People do not want to be uh, marketed to. They just don't want to be marketed to. They don't want to be screamed at in all caps either like five times a day in their inbox. Yeah. <laughs> like some of these companies tend to do. And that's the thing, like I am willing to help anybody out there that wants to get uh, more people to subscribe to something or follow. You guys know that I'm big on uh, pushing maybe smaller artists that don't have that big of a following and using the the stuff that I consider uh, to be very, I'm very grateful for the following that we have. I'm willing to use whatever platform I can to try and uh, promote other artists, but I'm not going to scream at people. Like there, are, there have actually been some artists in the past that have gotten upset with me because I'm not pushing their product, pushing their product, pushing their product. I don't even push my own product. Right. <laughs> because I don't have product. I have artwork. So that's how you don't communicate with people is by screaming at them. Yeah. But how you do, how we have done really is kind of like writing to a friend. Yeah. Uh, whatever you happen to be thinking about. Uh, if even if it's not necessarily related to art, a lot of people have asked, uh, well, what do I put? Like, what do I share? Right. Um, and that's a tricky question because my answer is a question. Well, what do you like? What are you about? What are you interested in? One of the questions that I asked was like, well, why exactly are you doing a newsletter? Mm -hmm. Because I think ultimately, uh, underneath it all, that is the question that we have to ask ourselves. What's your what, motive? What is your motive? What is your actual motive? Are you putting a newsletter together? Are you writing that blog? Are you doing that video simply because you are trying to sell your work? Or are you doing it because you are trying to communicate? And that's where that's where being genuine comes in. Growing up in a culture of advertising is that we kind of lose that. We we think to ourselves that that uh Putting stuff out there is just the way that it is when you're running a business. This is just how you do it when you're trying to sell your stuff. This is just how everyone does it. 
And my question is always like, okay, well, that's great. So if everybody jumps off a bridge, are you going to jump off a bridge too? That's that's a really bad one because <laughs> that's exactly the thing that I thought though. Because you grow up hearing that also, just because it's uh, widely done doesn't yep. necessarily make it good practice. And that's the that's the thing about uh, so like that's why marketing has it sounds like such a bad word because. Really, that's what marketing has been like, even back in the day, like back, back, back in the day before there was TV marketing or anything like that. Newspapers, newspapers would elaborate on stories and they would purposely go out and find like these exotic stories and sometimes even make up stories in order to beat the competition. Marketing is all about beating the competition And so like what you have is a lot of marketing firms that are trying to beat out other marketing firms and trying to come up with innovative marketing that is geared towards getting fast results. So like that's what the culture is used to. They're used to fast results equals a success. And in actuality, it's not fast results. It is organic and it is long term, especially as artists, because we're not trying to sell a product that is going to expire. We're not trying to sell a product that is going to become irrelevant in five years. We're not trying to sell anything, you know, something technological that is going to be outdated soon. We are selling art. So it's all about the long-term relationship that we build with the people that are out there. Most definitely. It's just as much about the relationship as it is about the art, because I don't know about anyone listening out there, But would you ever, ever buy a piece of art from someone that you didn't connect with or like? Yeah. Like, (laughs) I remember I once saw a beautiful piece of art at an art show and it was quite expensive, but I was just enamored with it. And um, the, the guy, maybe he was having an off day. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. The guy was so impersonable and grouchy that it just totally dampened the whole experience of looking at his art. Yeah. Um, so obviously I wouldn't buy a piece like that. It really is about relationship. Cruz said, I was attracted to you guys in your videos because of how genuine, honest, and down to earth you both are. Had you been anything else, I wouldn't be interested. Yeah. And well, Shawan. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Thank you guys. Uh, thank you guys. What I'm really trying to do with the marketing book and I, I I wish I could call it something else, but I think marketing is something that I want to uh, rename, give a, new give a new connotation to. I called it mutual excitement. It recently. is. It is. And that's what it is. It is actually mutual excitement. You get excited about something and you share it. That's what I share whenever it comes to our blogs and stuff. I might have a thought in the morning that I'm super excited about and I want to share it with people out there. I might have some art like the art in your inbox, part of the newsletter, whenever we have something that we're excited about, it's like, Oh, I want to, I want to let everybody know. But when it comes down to the putting it out there, there are times where we share art on our blog or on the newsletter and it's not even listed on the website. (laughs) We just want to put it up there. Yeah. There are a lot of times, most of the time when I'm posting pictures online, uh, like on social media, they're not even things that are for sale. 
Um, lately, I've been actually posting more of my failed attempts. Sometimes I just want to share the fact that it's okay to have a day where you end up with nothing Yeah. at the end of the day, except life lessons. <laughs> but I kind of just want to share whatever, whatever moves me. You're a really prolific sharer. Yes. Uh, in multiple formats. Me, I'm less so. So I really have to be revved up about something before I'll even sit down to photograph it or write about it. Well, I, I have no filter. I I cannot keep a secret. So like when I'm working (laughs) on, when I'm working on something and I get really excited immediately, I want to show, you know, and there, there is this, this thing of self-gratification And what's interesting about it is that my self-gratification when it comes to posting my stuff online has nothing to do with the response. It has everything to do with the fact that, oh, I shared this out there and I put it out there. And then I'll look at the picture and I'm like, oh, that's such a cool picture of me working on this piece or it's such a cool picture of the piece that I created. Yeah, you really treat it like an online <clears throat> journal. It is. Of your it, life. So like I'm really excited to put it out there. And it's not about how many people it's not about the engagement. It's not about uh, how many people did I reach or how many people did I reach there? I mean, we learned that. Uh, just from posting online, because in the beginning, obviously, everywhere you look, you know, it's about engagement. It's about making sure that you uh, grow your following and you do this and you do that. And so, like, you know, that was something that we paid a lot of really close attention to. And what ended up happening was that we realized that none of that makes sense. Like, there would be a picture that I would post, like a really horrible picture not even good quality not like one of those fancy pictures that i like to whatever and i think there was one in particular that i had posted towards the beginning and like you could see my butt crack and i didn't even notice (laughs) it that post got so many likes and the day before i had posted this piece that everybody was like oh it's so beautiful or whatever and it got like barely any any hits and at that point i decided that i was not going to concern myself with engagement that I was going to start posting for myself because what I found was the moment that I posted something and it didn't get as much engagement, uh, even, even till this day, there are things that I post and I'm like, yeah, that's definitely going to get a lot of people following. And it doesn't. And I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. I'm constantly surprised. And this is completely on jewelry related, but uh, two of my latest social media posts, one was a picture of us sitting in the dark because our power had gone out. And, um, and it got so much engagement. And then <laughs> I posted a picture uh, that I thought was like, oh, this is really cool. People are going to like this because I like this is the super moon with my blue moon tambourine. <laughs> I think people really liked the picture in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> Better. You never know what someone's going to connect with. But that's, and to. that's, that's the thing. It's like people are connecting to stuff. It also has a lot to do with when people are looking at stuff and when, you know, whatever, and what strikes somebody's fancy and, and how they see it. So like none of that stuff, I don't concern myself with any of that stuff. I don't consider concerning yourself with that stuff to be good marketing. Uh, you know, like what she had said was that the gurus say that you need to build your list and you need to do this. And, and there's a lot of things that when it comes to that, they tell you that you need to do like, you need to write about this and you should do this and you should post about this and you should have a schedule and you should blah, 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 blah. And really that's not how it works when you're being genuine. No. And I honestly think it's sort of hilarious that the term, that there is such a term as marketing guru. 
Yeah. Uh, it seems like kind of an oxymoron. Yeah, it me. is. It is kind of stupid. <laughs> Kyle said, I have noticed that people can smell frantic a mile away. Trust me. Frantic smells bad. Yeah, yes, Kyle, it does. Kyle, that is whenever you hear me say desperation or desperate in a video, that's what I mean. My cousin, for example, my cousin was talking about, you know, and it's funny how it gets mixed up right into like these altruistic seeming things. Like I'm going to do this thing, you know, I'm, I'm going to put this t-shirt out there and uh, everybody that signs up and buys a t-shirt, they get a membership and then they could become part of this club. And this club is going to be all about making people feel good yeah, in the and world. Said, what I'm building here, bro, is a culture. Yeah. I'm building a culture. I'm building a culture. And I was like, wait a second. So you're selling this t-shirt for $40, right? And you're hoping to put it out there behind this message of feel good, but you're trying to sell this t-shirt for $40. Then you want them to sign up for a membership and the requisite for paying for the membership and signing up is them taking a picture of themselves in the t-shirt and spreading the good word, right? of this thing that you're doing. So basically what you're asking them for is $60 and to advertise your product. And here's the biggest linchpin here is for a culture that you haven't started. Right. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist yet. It was, it has zero momentum. Basically it was just a marketing idea and he was completely convinced. And I was like, dude, I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't buy it because you're not, you're not living the culture. It's not being, you're not genuine about this. This isn't who you are. It's not a thing yet. You're, you're saying that it's one thing, but really the reason you're doing this is because you think that it's a get rich quick scheme. And that's the kind of stuff that, that people approach any marketing. I've seen artists do that all the time. And I'm like, dude, that is not a good idea. That is the, why are you doing this? You're only doing this because you're trying to sell something you're not doing this because you actually want to share this with people may laska wanted to know what email service do you use mailchimp etc uh laska i actually uh so i don't use an email service on wordpress there is a plugin called newsletter that is free they do have a paid version but everything that i do with my newsletter goes out through the website we actually have a gmail account that has our our info at rafi with mm-hmm. rafi and Klee.com. uh i'm curious though because um i've heard a lot about mailchimp so for people that aren't using woocommerce or wordpress as far as like a newsletter service, I've heard of Constant Contact and MailChimp and all that. I think MailChimp is a pretty decent MailChimp is fantastic. One. I don't need it now because of the way that we have the website set up. So Ev said people can not only read your body a mile away, they can also oddly detect your attitude and latitude and your writing. Most people can sniff that out pretty quickly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You can. You just can. Even if it's nothing more than just a deep gut feeling that you get when reading something. And there are, there are some people out there that are considered gurus, right? And and I hate using that word, but there are people out there that are considered mentors that are considered gurus that maybe I'll watch their video on YouTube and I, and you could smell, I could smell the desperation on them. If someone else 
is a little bit more desperate, right? Because they feel like they just don't get it. They will absolutely buy into whatever that person is saying. Well, yeah, so then it's you like, have an energetic connection there. Desperation meets desperation. Yeah, it's there's like a connection. It's, it's levels of it's those levels of that desperation. Whereas when you are standing on your own footing, which is my big thing, it's like be rogue, stand on your footing, understand that you're gonna have days where like you just don't know what the fudge is going on. And understand that everyone has those days and they have those days frequently, but that doesn't mean that you are not capable of figuring out your own stuff. A lot of people mistaken us for somebody who's going to try and give them a step-by-step tutorial on exactly how to make this happen. And I know from experience that that's not how it works. I think it's pretty easy to like very quickly understand that we are not tutorial people a lot of people don't like us because of that sure laska said wordpress is great i just switched over i will try the plugin thanks awesome Awesome. let us know how you like it crew said yeah ev totally easy to recognize an unenthusiastic approach yeah yeah or an overly overly enthusiastic (laughs) approach sharing what's going on inside with you yeah uh your journey your story your passions, that is the good side of marketing. Yeah. That's the authentic side of marketing. I am so interested in the artists behind the art. Uh, it's the person that gets me engaged with the art exhibit. Yeah. It's, we recently attended a virtual art exhibit by one of our awesome rogues, Holly Wong. Uh, and it was incredible and so cool. And she did an amazing job presenting uh, but it's Holly and who Holly is yeah. that got us there. I I make jewelry that I want to wear, plain and simple. That's, that's my design principle. Yeah. I want to wear it. I'm interested in these particular materials. That's what I'm putting out there. I write music that I want to hear. Uh, that's, and, and, and it could be in any genre. I don't care what genre it's in. Yeah. That's, uh, being a pioneer. And if you're doing something that you think is popular, but you're not into it, y'all, that's like trying to do a workout that you hate. Yeah. Like you might stick with it for a while, but eventually. I mean, that's my biggest thing. If you're going to do that, if you're going to create stuff that you don't really feel that you're just doing because you think it's going to sell or you think that this niche is out there or this is what's popular or whatever, then you might as well just go and work somewhere and get a job that you dislike because you're not going to enjoy working on the stuff that you think is popular, but you don't actually enjoy doing it. Tambo said, Clee, you have definitely grown from when you were the blurry girl in the background. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Tambo. (laughs) Shawan said, oh, like family. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You guys are family, like not just family. You guys are like the family that we like. Yeah. You know what I mean? The family that we would like look forward to Thanksgiving. Yeah, I have I have family <laughs> that I'm like, mm, I'm not going. As far as what you're putting out there, uh, we had a great Zoom conversation with Brooke uh, recently, which we'll share more of in future stuff. But we talked about basically putting your authentic self out there. And that starts with self-acceptance. Yeah. I think that was one of the hugest things for me 
is not buying into the lie that who you are and what you're about is not okay or not enough yep. and accepting yourself and then being able to share that with the world, whatever it is. If you're like, I am really effing passionate about different kinds of fungus, you know, yep. like, <laughs> and like any- I like lichen a whole lot. And anybody, anybody listening to this, who we're talking about is Brooke Glacier, and she is on Skillshare, and she has a website. And she's putting an excellent course together about she is. this. And she well. is, she is one of our awesome patrons. So yeah. we're we're giving her a shout out. Shout out to Brooke. So it's like okay. if I could simplify it, it's like self acceptance, and then sharing that in an authentic way, and then slowly finding your people and generating that mutual excitement when you click with someone yeah, is like, that's it. That's it. That's what you do. That's it. It's not about, it's not about tricking people. It's not about trying to, Oh, what is, what is it that I need to do? What is this funneling thing or whatever? Now here's the thing about the book, the marketing book. I am putting all that stuff in there so that you guys know what it is that in case somebody goes to like an art, artist marketing guru or somebody something like that. Some yeah. Fancy lingo in your direction. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that you know exactly what that stuff is and exactly how it is that it's used. And so the book is actually going to be very dangerous because there's going to be a lot of these like underhanded marketing tactics explained in there. Oh, so if you were dastardly, you could then you, effectively you use can them. you can, but you would feel really bad because <laughs> feel I really will make bad. sure I will make sure that I'll be like that's just shame. not genuine shame 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 shame. shame. <laughs> <laughs> now that all sounds really cool, and I talk about like self acceptance, and you talk about a whole bunch of stuff that we're excited to share in the book, but actually implementing that, dudes and dudettes. I still struggle with the self-acceptance part. I still struggle with the idea that people want to hear me flap my jaws on the internet about whatever it is I want to talk about. I think that's an ongoing process, but I think self-acceptance is probably one of the most critical things of sharing. I think self-acceptance is an ongoing process. The other one that is an ongoing process, and you guys let me know if you agree, uh, is uh, imposter syndrome. Right. The lack of self-acceptance. No matter where you get at, whether or not you are starting or you are, you've been doing this for years or you have a giant following or you don't, you will keep running into imposter syndrome all the time. And the way that I look at it is like this. It allows me to take a look and see if I am being genuine, right? So like I'll have a morning where I get up and it's like everybody thinks that I'm so happy and like I'm miserable this morning, you know, like (laughs) which makes you a bad person. Yeah, I looked I looked in the mirror and I was like, he's old, he's old, he's old, he's bald, he's bald, he's bald, or whatever it is that I'm that I'm going through. Maybe I'm having an off day. And then I'm like, so I'm an imposter. But then I realized like I'm not I'm not out there just posting sunshine and happiness all the time. There are times where like I'm, you know, talking that, about the struggles. That day I'm going to talk about the struggle. Kelly said, "Yes, I have a major problem." Yeah, Kelly, I mean, and that's the thing, like we all have a major problem. My thing about mm-hmm. it is like this is this is shit that we should be talking about more. Yes, it is. Right? It's it's not about the glossed over stuff. 
where it's all pretty and like, hey, buy my art. And it's going to, you know, it is about just being a human and connecting with other humans that agree with you. There's going to be plenty of people out there that are like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And that's fine. They, mm-hmm. They've got their group. It, that's fine. I want to connect with people that are willing to have a conversation where you are willing to talk about anything. And those are usually the people that connect with the artwork that I have put out there because it has more to do with not focusing on the struggle, but understanding that, listen, you can be happy, but you're going to have days where the shit hits the fan. You're going to wake up and be like, I don't even know if I'm, I'm attractive. You know, like I have days where I wake up and I'm like, I don't think Clee likes me today, (laughs) which is stupid. I like him every day. Because she likes me every day. (laughs) And I'm facing imposter syndrome. Oh, yeah. I'm a crap jewelry artist. Everyone's going to hate my stuff. They're all going to be like, your stuff's overpriced and crappy. We hate it. We hate you. You name it. I've thought it. And it all spills over into each other, whether I have a blemish that day and I'm like, everyone's going to know that my skin's not great. (laughs) all the time which is ridiculous or i've put on a little pandemic weight right that happens and i'm like everyone's gonna be like you're fat you're fat you're fat you're fat why do we know why do we want to see your jewelry when you're fat how does that make sense (laughs) but it all spills over uh, and so self-acceptance and moving through the imposter syndrome and the insecurities is a huge thing and it's so important because those are the things that really ultimately matter when it comes to anything that you do especially when it comes to creating the art but most importantly because creating the art is a very solitary thing so you're not involving anyone else in it but when you are putting yourself out there you are involving everyone in it so if you are feeling insecure about yourself, if you are feeling insecure about the way you look, if you are feeling insecure about your talent, if you are feeling like an imposter, right? It makes those things all the harder. And the fact of the matter is that you're going to feel like an imposter. You're going to feel like you're ugly. You're going to feel like you're overweight. You're going to feel like you're beautiful. You're going to feel all the different feelings depending on where you are in that moment. It's understanding that it's just a thought. It is just a stick man and being able to push past it and say, you know what? We're still going to do this live, uh, the studio open studio. We're still going to do an event. We're still going to do this zoom call. We're still going to meet this person face to face. We're still going to go and have a good time and enjoy ourselves despite what the stick man is saying, because the stick man could eat a bag. That's it's basically true. that's basically what I end up telling myself in the mornings when I go the insecure route is the stick man could eat a bag. Yeah, and that will at least keep the stick man busy. <laughs> I've said rolling on the floor. I'm literally I'm literally writing my website bio right now, and it's really hard when you two go into your comedy routine. You're fat, you're full. <laughs> <laughs> Shawan said, just snatch Stickman's arm and whack him over the head with it. Right. Right. Chris Love said, doing it. How can we expect someone else to believe in us if we don't believe in ourselves? 
Yes. And to that, I would add, or at least we're working on it every single day because sometimes I look, sometimes I look at myself in the mirror and I think, how could I do that to myself? I'm the one person that's constantly here for me through however long I'm fucking trucking around this mortal coil. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. How could I, and can you look in your eyes and ask yourself, how could I possibly treat myself this way on a daily consistent basis? If you're being mean, if you're not believing in yourself and you want support, just like Cruz said, and you're not even there for yourself, it feels so cold and, and, it, and that really that really shakes things up for me. And, Look in your eyes. <laughs> and we're we're gonna have we're gonna have those moments. We're gonna have those moments where we're not feeling it, where the stick man comes in, and that's mm-hmm. the thing. It's not about it's not about beating it or like being like I never whenever anybody has told me like I never have any insecurities I'm like you are so full of shit that it's not even it's it's I can't, I can't even look at you right now <laughs> the fact of the matter is that we all have those moments yes. and it is understanding that yes you can navigate this no matter how bad it feels and understanding that listen you got to be your biggest cheerleader because if you are counting on someone else to be the one that motivates you, no matter how much they love you, no matter how amazing they are. Uh, for example, if I counted on Clee to be the one that motivated me to get through some of the difficult things that I have to get through, um, that would be too much responsibility on anybody's shoulders. And so I would never do that. So my job is to be the best cheerleader that I could be for myself but to not criticize or beat myself up if it just so happens that that day I'm not a big cheerleader. I might just be like, I'm just going to sit down. You know, like you got to be okay. You have to be loving and just, it has to be unconditional. And I think that that's one of the things that gets lost in that whole thing. It has to be unconditioned. That, That means there are no conditions, no expectations, no nothing. You're going to adore yourself whether you are lazy, fat, bald, whatever it is that's going on, there are no conditions. You don't have to be something in order to be beautiful and perfect and awesome and creative and all that stuff. Just as you are, you're great. And it's getting to that place that sometimes takes work, but that's where you got to get to. And then share it with the world. Then share it with the world. (laughs) So ending note or ending thoughts? Love yourself as best as you can every day and then share that. And then anyone who hates it can bugger off and anyone who likes it can sign up for your newsletter. And that's basically how it works. That's pretty much how it works. (laughs) Put yourself out there. And when I say put yourself out there, it's not just you trying to sell your art. It is you putting yourself out there, sharing the awesomeness that is you with the world, because ultimately that's what's going to connect with people. Yeah. That is really what's going to connect with people. It is the reason that you create what you create is because of your love for that creation. And that's what speaks volumes. So, yeah. So that's my ending thought as well. And I'm curious to know what you guys think as far as like writing newsletters, blogs, marketing What are your thoughts on that? Go ahead and leave that in the comment section. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. You guys are absolutely amazing. 
I totally adore you. And that's it. You want to say good night, Clee? Good day or night. Adios. <laughs>